This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, do you have a minute? When I recently shared how I was struggling with thoughts of suicide, you took the time to listen. We decided together to keep my medications and firearms secured and safe. That gave me more time to focus on healing. I'm feeling better now, and I just wanted to say thank you. So, thank you. Lock tight. Save lives. Visit lockandtalk.org slash lock tight for more information. Lock meds. Lock guns. Talk safety. Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the Bold Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Welcome to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Coleman, and joining me right now is Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction to Fulham's 2-1 to victory against Huddersfield Town. This was a great second half from Fulham, and we're just going to share our opening thoughts on this match and just get our just gut reaction to what we watched here. Max, I'll go to you first. It wasn't a great first half, but that was an excellent second half for Fulham. I thought that was one of the best halves of Fulham. I've seen in a while. Again, last season was pretty bad. That was a good second half. Yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that dressing room at halftime to hear what Scotty Parker told them because it was just night and day. I mean, that first half was – they were laboring, you know. It just was not fluid at all. Not at all. I saw a lot of people saying this is so far removed from Slavisa Mikanovic's time. I said that, and, by the you know, way, it's too. his birthday. Yeah, you, exactly. You said it's his birthday. What a great birthday present for Slavisa. We really turned it on second half. And, wow. I mean. The amount we've talked about the attack for so long, yep. how good it can be, and I think tonight was the night it finally clicked in that kind of second half. I mean, you would knock out with some of the best individual dribbling I've ever seen, honestly, in a form shirt in a long time. 
I mean, his close control, the final product wasn't quite there. But the way he take on defenders in the tightest of spaces was superb. You know, Mitro, of course, showing his physicality with that wonderful header. And then Cavalero had a very inconsistent game, was in a lot of good chances and, and really squandered them. But he only needs one. And that finish, that is just top class trust. And yes. you need players like that to step up in the clutch. You do. And that's what it was for me, is that front three, they came together, they got the goals when it mattered, and it was a joy to watch. It really was. It was. The second half, again, was just night and day from the first half. And, and yeah, maybe I'm overdoing it with how great the second half was, but I'm, I'm a little bit excited, Max. I, I just, you know, after some of the football we've watched over the course of a full year to see what I hope we're going to see moving forward was uh, just really great. And, uh, and I really enjoyed that second half. And honestly, I think Fulham should have won this match three, four to one. I, I think that uh, the score line does not really show the depth between these two teams. The, the, there, there was just, again, Fulham were the much better side. I guess you could say fairly even in the first half of Fulham, I thought were a little bit better. The second half, it wasn't even close, Max. Not even close. Totally right. And you said a bet right before we started recording. Huddersfield scored their only goal on their only shot on target. Only shot on target. <laughs> That's really how much of a smash and grab it was. Yep. And when we let that in, I thought, oh, no, it's back to that leak. Here we go again, right? And exactly. Just totally naive Fulham where the only opportunity the op- opposition has, they punish us, and the narrative changes. But, I mean, fair credit to us, you know. After that goal went in, it didn't look like we it didn't look like it mattered at all. No. We went on just as we did before the goal, played our attacking football, kept Huddersfield back in their own half. And that's what I think is really encouraging, is that heads didn't drop, which certainly supporters, we were totally frustrated and despondent after that. But the players in the pitch didn't care. They went about their business, went about creating attacks. And I just want to touch on that, the, the Cavalera's goal. Yep. I think it had everything in it from this attack. It started out, you have knockout with an outrageous back heel plays the overlapping ball to Steven Sessegnon. And let's be honest, Steven Sessegnon has no right to get on to the end of that ball. That ball's way over hit, but his pace, his perseverance, and the accuracy to chip that ball back in the danger area, superb. Then you have Mitra, the ultimate target man, takes it out of his chest, great strength, has the wherewithal to lay it off. Um, back to, I think it was Arter. Arter, again, lays it back to Cavalero. And Joe Bryan's overlapping run, just goes off the Huddersfield defender and then the moan of magic that we all know about. Yep. And I think I want to go in depth with that because it shows when our attack is in full flow. Think about it. The two fullbacks I just mentioned playing a really key part in putting them across and then having a decoy overlap. We have all three members of the front three and then Harry Arden descended so they're popping up. All in that one goal, which led right. to the win. And that's just a great way to see how that foam team is playing in sync in that second 45. Right, and what's interesting, I'm glad that you talked about this whole sequence. You're talking about the fullbacks and everyone up front working in unison. We didn't see that in the first half. We saw what we have seen, unfortunately, in the first two matches. We just have seen a team not on the same page. And all of a sudden, like you said, Steven Sessegnon on one side, Joe Bryan on the other, and you have the players up top doing their magic, and it all clicked. And I tweeted out, I again, talking about something clicking. Well, it actually clicked in the second half. I don't know what Scott Parker said, but something had to click because it all came together in the second half. They were a completely different team, Max. 
And I'm glad that we're focusing on young Sessegnon because, uh, you know, it's funny. He got an early yellow card, but he redeemed himself again. Look at what he did in the second half. What are your thoughts of the play of Steven Sessegnon? Yeah, I think everyone was delighted to see him in the starting lineup. People had said he would have started the first game of the season, if not for injury. So it's nice to see him out there. Yeah, he did look a little naive in the opening a little you know, bit. 30 minutes. But, I mean, I can't even imagine your debut for Foley playing away at Huddersfield. It's a Friday night. That's no easy place to go to. And it's not easy for a teenager to slot right into a back four. So I think the initial nerves, totally understandable. And he definitely calmed down throughout the match. And I was really impressed with his attacking because, yep. let's face it, the right backs we've had at Fulham for the past year, year or so, their attacking contributions have been terrible. You know, Cyrus Christie never could hit an accurate cross. Only probably saw one accurate cross in all of his formal career, right? Uh, Dennis Doy, when he played right back, again, he was not the best at going forward and picking out the man. But you saw Cessina, you know, with that cross that led to Cavalera's goal. That's right. Such a breath of fresh air. Someone who can get up and down the byline and put in quality delivery to someone like Mitro. I mean, that's what we've been crying out for for yep. months now. That's the biggest thing for me. And his defending, you know? I yeah. thought it was solid. There's only room for improvement, and it's nice to see him getting getting to the squad, getting get a nice start. And, again, that's why I just wanted to single him out because first start for Fulham in a huge match Friday night, and uh, he grew into the game. That's the best way I can describe it. And shows the potential that he has. You know, I actually was messaging back and forth with someone, you can't make a judgment on one game, positively or negatively, on a player. And I'm not going to make a judgment on him. I will just say that I saw some potential from Steven Sessegnon. And I will just leave it at that, Max. Let's talk about, again, there are so many pauses take out of this. But they have one shot, we're talking about Huddersfield Town, on target, and they score. This, to me, is something that we do have to talk about. We will go into more detail on the post-match show. Thoughts on the goal Fulham gave up? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mess because they get into that crossing position from the right wing way too easily. There's no real pressure on, on, on the Huddersfield player who's swinging in that ball. And it's a very simple run from the, from the Huddersfield striker. He just pulls back, gets his header, and, and, and that's where I want to start is with the center backs. Cause, and also, I think you can bring in Sessio into this maybe, because no one recognizes the run. They keep running back towards their own goal. They stay static. And while the actual attacker pulls back, no one near him, heads it in, and it's a long way out that header. And I don't want to point fingers at Bedinelli because I don't think the goal is necessarily his fault, but I think you have to be asking questions if someone's scoring from that distance of the header. That right. takes a lot of difficulty, and the dive was a bit was a bit back towards his own goal, which is not something you want to see from a goalkeeper. But, right. I mean, let's face it. That was the only shot on target. The only match. shot on target. So, and that's what's worrying, yeah. though, Max, yeah. is that yeah. it in is. this yeah. – positivity that we're talking about a Fulham victory I'm thrown back to the opener when they gave up that goal and now I I had flashbacks to it but I'm glad that you mentioned this point heads can drop when it becomes 1-1 but I don't think that was the case with uh, this team and that's also a a very good sign because they kept pushing they kept trying to get that second goal and eventually they got it but they were creating so many opportunities throughout the second half it wasn't just a little spurt. It was continuous. And if you're a Huddersfield Town fan, what what are you thinking? Because you only had one opportunity. Yes, you did score, but you didn't really create much. Yeah, they were poor. I, I thought they really were poor. And 
that the manager, Sievert, already has, it seems, a lot of pressure on him. The fans are voicing their disapproval. It was funny. It was actually one of the largest periods of booze and disgruntlement was right yep. before Huddersfield scored their goal. That shows you how out of the blue it was. Uh, that's kind of how you, you don't want to. I think looking at them, I mean, they, they won once, I think, since February, essentially. They got one win against Wolves in February, and they haven't won right. since or something like that. So with them, the relegation was really confirmed very early on. It, it was all but assured. And for us, we were in a similar position, but we had that breath of fresh air at the end of the season with Scott Parker coming in and the three straight wins, three straight clean sheets. Looking at Huddersfield, they had no such thing. They kind of, we both flunked out of the Premier League, sure, but they went down with no optimism at all. And it seems like they picked up from that kind of poor point at the start of the championship season. So it's kind of a study in how you, how you do relegation, right? Huddersfield have been trending down. And luckily for us, we had a bit of a trend upwards end of the season, and we seemed to carry that on in the first couple of games of this season. So I, I can't really see them as promotion favorites right now, yeah, just based on that result. But let's remember, it's 43 matches left to go. A lot can change. A lot can change. Okay. This is our initial reaction, so we're not going to be going much longer. But I just want to ask you, just right now, this match just finished. Who was your man of the match? Ooh, I mean, it's tough because there's not really one player that stands out per se. I mean, you can point to Cavalera with his game-winning goal, but again, I don't think he was great consistently. I don't think it was great. Actually, I need to go yes. with I think he did squander a bunch of really good opportunities, but his dribbling, his directness, his positivity, he was at the heart of everything we did tonight. And he looks like such a dangerous player. I'm so glad we have him. He's, he's going to be my man of the match just because every time he has the ball, he tries something and creates problems for the opposition. Okay, excellent. Glad that we're talking about that. Okay, well, like I said, this is just our initial reaction to Fulham's huge victory against Huddersfield Town. We will have a complete post-match show. But that's going to do it for this episode. For Max Cohen, I'm Russ Cohen. Thank you, as always, for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute. And all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.